0: Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 80 of The Big Big Cast. Today, Melanie and I are going to talk about football. We're going to talk about a few of our favorite things. We're going to answer some questions. But before we get to that, I wanted to tell you that this episode of The Big Boo Cast is sponsored by Opinion Outpost. Market research is a $50 billion a year industry, and companies need input from people like you before they launch new products and services. That's where Opinion Outpost comes in. Opinion Outpost is run by SSI, one of the most trusted names in consumer research, And Opinion Outpost connects companies with people like you through online surveys that give you the chance to tell companies how you think and feel about virtually everything from new products and advertising to social issues and more. And since they know your time is valuable, Opinion Outpost rewards you for taking surveys. You can earn cash, iTunes and Amazon gift cards and more. Surveys are accessible 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so you can participate whenever you'd like. And your personal information remains private and secure. It's free to sign up, no credit card required, and you can earn actual money just by sharing your opinion. Sign up today at opinionoutpost.com/boo to make your voice heard and start earning rewards. That's opinionoutpost.com/boo, and we sure do thank them for sponsoring the Big Boo Cast. We also sure do thank you for being here as always. We're so grateful and we hope you enjoy episode 81. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Um, I think we still may have a little bit of a delay. Really? Okay. Or did I just pause for a long time? Maybe you just paused. Okay, so let's just... Okay. I need to tell everybody that, that you're actually on your phone because... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. Because Perry is, it's Sunday afternoon, just to give you some context. I just want to sure. make it clear. It's not like it's Monday at 10 in the morning. <laughs> um, it's Sunday afternoon. And so Perry is taking a nap in the guest room, because that's where he likes to nap. I don't know why, but that's his nap place. Mm-hmm. And so my podcast microphone is there. And that is also where the modem is for our internet. So I not only had bad internet connection, because apparently at and thinks it's too hard to provide internet in a 2,000 square foot house that comes every inch of that um you know in this mansion that I live in right and um also I didn't have a microphone so we're trying to find so I'm on my phone
0: yeah which we're not getting the internet lag which is nice but I think I think maybe you did just pause for a long time because now it all sounds great to me oh oh okay (laughs) then maybe I just I had a thoughtful
1: pause as I thought about like my name and what was going on
0: that's right. Hey, I did look okay. um, a minute ago just because I was curious because I was I was talking about this with somebody recently, and and we are right on the ten year anniversary of our podcast. That uh, is in, crazy. <laughs> isn't that hilarious? And I feel like That's ten cra- years ago we were probably having a discussion about how your internet was not working, and you, yeah, you know, like we were on some jacked up recording situation. Yeah. And now here we are. What did I, I
1: laughed because Gully last night when we were we were at Happy Hour Live. So I was at Happy Hour Live last night, and Lindsay Ray was there. Who, she has a blog called I Hate Green Beans, and she mm-hmm. started off doing bachelor recaps. But she started doing them like Gully, and I laughed because when we first started getting her bachelor recaps, it was before there were blogs, and so we just got them as like email forwards. You know Uh what I mean? uh And so when Gully met Lindsay, she had never met her before. And she said, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to meet you. She said, I've been reading your Bachelor recap since I had to dial up my email on like (laughs) freeweb.net.
0: I think you recorded a podcast one time from Gully's, didn't you? Did you go out at some point and like where she had her computer? I'm having some weird flashback. Maybe not.
1: Yeah, that sounds. But here's what is to me most astounding is that we've been doing this for ten years and we haven't even reached a hundred podcasts yet.
0: No, listen, quality over quantity. Lesson, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was going to say quality over quantity. Only not. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. We started the podcast. We've been podcasting long before anybody knew about podcasting, really. But we just have been slow and steady. We're slow and steady, wins the race. We're in it for the long haul.
0: I would say we're more intermittent and sporadic than slow and steady, but we're committed to being sporadic. Yeah. We're, you know, and random.
1: Yeah, we own it. We own it. Mm -hmm. I know that's some of the girls I saw last night. They were like, you just we wish you did it more. And then I was like, I know. But and she goes, that's just not what y'all do. And I said, it's just not. And I said, it's so hard. (laughs) I was like, if logistically, people could see the text we send back and forth, like, can you do it today? Can you do it tomorrow? When can you do it? Like, it's just our schedules are impossible to line up.
0: Yeah, our schedules are so not not compatible or friendly. And Uh I think that yeah, I mean this is just this is just we, we don't have seasons, like we don't have themes. It is just as unfancy as you can possibly get. So but yeah. We, we wish we could podcast more. We we wish we could. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but we would have to, if we could. But we'd have
0: to cut, like get up at, at, at four in the morning and podcast from four thirty to five thirty.
1: Yeah, and I don't wish that we did it more often that bad.
0: No, <laughs> We'll stick with intermittent
1: and sporadic. Yes. Yes. Those are our trademarks. Maybe we could put that on a t-shirt. Intermittent and sporadic. That's right. Mm -hmm. Or like, yeah. Or like I tell Perry all the time now, I have other gifts. That's what I tell him now. Like when he's like, why didn't you put the flashlight back where it goes? And I'm like, I don't know. I have other gifts. Because I'm like, that's not, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's not what I do. Thank you. I have other gifts. The end. So. Okay.
0: So, so. As we are recording this, Irma, of course, is in Florida, and that's a that's a whole yes. thing. And y'all have just uh, come God. out from, um, and, and Houston is yeah, Harvey's Of course, Houston is still in it with Harvey, um, and will be for yep. a long time. And y'all are still in it with helping with Harvey, so it's a little yep. bit crazy. Yeah,
1: we're trying. It is crazy. I mean, I just feel like, what on earth? You know, that was one of the things, talking to Lindsay last night, because she lives in Houston, so she's been helping. She's kind of been the hub of her church, like, getting stuff. Um, And she said it's just so hard because, like, So they they need so much stuff. She said, Mm -hmm. like, you're trying to, the church is trying to help demo, like, 47 different houses. She said, but all we have are three wheelbarrows. She said, because you can't get to some Home Depots because they're still flooded, and then other ones are all sold out of wheelbarrows, and then you can't order anything on Amazon because you're totally shut off. You know, so, like, she said, it's just crazy. She said, so you you start this system of, like, you're asking people, like, okay, if you're driving in from Dallas, would you bring us all the hammers and wheelbarrows you can you know like you're having to have people like bring stuff in because they can't get stuff it's just it's just crazy I feel like all of this to me has been such a reminder and I think you always know it but it's been such a visual reminder of how quick life changes you know like it can just turn on a dime you know like I think back with Harvey and I'm like, we were all like joking and Jim Cantore's in Galveston and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you had no idea. And I'm like, I look at Houston and like the pictures on my Facebook feed. And I'm like, I, people are going to be recovering from this for years. You know, like it's just, um, I don't know. And now Florida the same. It just makes me really, um, I don't know. It makes my heart heavy.
0: Well, I was with my sister yesterday and and you know, their house flooded when um, Nashville flooded several years back yeah, and I had talked to my friend yeah. Marion on the way to Nashville and she lives in Houston and she said every day you just wake up and you say who needs help today and then you go help mm-hmm. you go help that person but she said what Marion was saying what has been so tricky is that because the roads you have to wind such a crazy path to get wherever you want mm-hmm. to go because of the road situation and so mm-hmm. anyway my sister and mm-hmm. I were just talking yesterday about how just the just the devastation of that thing and how, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it takes a minute to, to work through all that and to not just to take down what's been damaged, but to rebuild. And it's yeah. a huge process.
1: Yeah. Well, and there's still people, I mean, that's what Lindsay was saying is there's people that still have like five feet of water in their house, you know, right. like it hasn't receded. And so you're sitting there and you can't do anything. And then I've seen so many like the neighborhood that I grew up in as a kid, was flooded so bad, and so I've seen some of my childhood friends whose parents still live there, and now they're facing the dilemma of the property values in that neighborhood had already gone down, and now you go, okay, we can't put more into this house than what it's even going to be worth when this is Mm -hmm. all said and done, so you're having to make these really hard financial decisions, and then so many people didn't have flood insurance because they lived somewhere that wasn't supposed to ever flood, you know, like that wasn't a thing, and so it just... I don't know, it feels overwhelming. But I feel like in the same time, it's been overwhelming. I feel like it's been so um, I feel like it's been uplifting to see how much people care for people. You know, I just feel like everybody's done what they could do and reached out and done all these amazing things and donated all this money and time and all that. So
0: um, I know I walked in the gym one day last week, and there was a there was a Uh, or two weeks ago and there was a huge box where people had brought stuff um, to send to Texas. And I thought, you know, it's my favorite, my favorite line from To Kill a Mockingbird at the end when, when Atticus tells Scout who's surprised by how nice a a character in a book Mm -hmm. she's reading is. And he says, well, most people are when you finally see them. Like at the end of the day, there's a, there's a deep well of humanity that, that comes out and that we get to see when things like this happen. And, it's yep. the silver lining, yep. for
1: sure. Yeah, it is. It is. It's the, It's the. and I think that it's overwhelming, and it goes into, I think, if it's one person trying to make a difference, you're like, you can't even make a dent in it, but it is such a, look what we can do when we all collectively come together, and, That's right. you know, one church is helping this neighborhood, and another church is helping this neighborhood, and these churches are helping this neighborhood, and it all just, you know, every little bit counts. And gets her done. It gets her done. It gets her, gets her done. So... Anyway, so that's, that's that. But we'll be, you know, we're just, know we're always, it's the big boo cast, what we to <laughs> do in product, podcast productivity, we do want to help and assist and do what we can to, you know, raise money and find ways to help and all that stuff. So feel free to reach out to us with any of those thoughts or suggestions.
0: Absolutely. Here on year 10 of the big boo cast, the special anniversary <laughs> edition. <laughs> yes. Absolutely nothing special about it, but there you have it. Okay. So, so football, let's talk about football for just a second. I'm just, I just want to take a a minute and address something is that you and I have walked through Mm -hmm. a lot together with football the last 11 or so years. Mm -hmm. I've never (laughs) ever
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. had a Mm -hmm.
0: conversation with you. Um, on the phone mm-hmm. or via text, quite like the one that we had last Saturday night during the no. A&M UCLA mm-hmm. game. It was um no. it was mm-hmm. pointed. It was um it was raw. Mm-hmm. It was, yes. it, was <laughs> it was unfiltered. It was unfiltered. It was It has since been
1: deleted from my phone. It has since been deleted from my phone.
0: It's still all mine um uh-huh. but yes ma'am it was a it was a low i feel like it was a low I feel like my feelings are best summed up in
1: what is this football that you speak of <laughs> I, I don't i don't know it i don't i don't know it um i felt like last night i was i felt like u c l a was a real low point um for a lot of reasons sure. Uh, and I, I've really, I've analyzed it. I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking about it. And I think here's the thing. I think my first gut instinct was to say that it's a coaching issue, that mm-hmm. um, there were some bad calls on that end. But I feel like after some match, I'm like, I think maybe it's a grit issue, like mm-hmm. for our players. I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm not going to get on the soapbox. Well, I am a little bit. But I okay. feel like, are we are we developing these athletes at the expense of developing humans that know what it is to work hard. You know what okay. I mean? Like, that you, you that you have to keep on, like, just because you were a five-star athlete in high school, like, you have to dig deep to replicate that kind of performance in college. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't come easy. Um, so, I felt like UCLA, but I was like, you know what? We're young. We're a young team or whatever. I'm going to tell you, I think the low point was being tied with Nickel State last night. <laughs> I felt like was a. Uh, <laughs>
0: It felt like when I, um, when I saw it, I was flipping around during the state Louisiana Tech uh-huh. game, and when I saw it, yeah. honestly, I backed away from my TV like it was gonna <laughs> shock me. Like, because <laughs> I felt I was, it was like I thought your wrath was gonna come out of that television and get me. Like, I had to get, I had to, I had to, I had to distance myself from it, you know what I mean? Like, it was, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, I was on stage at that happy hour deal. So
1: I wasn't following the score. Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't watch the game, which was probably, let's just be honest, was for yeah. the best. Yeah,
0: it really and was. I,
1: um, But then at some point, somebody said, hey, the Aggies went in while I was up on stage. And somebody said, they're tied 14 to 14. And I thought, the Lord has provided this moment for me to be up on this stage in front of these good women that's because right. I can't react to that the way that I want that's to right. be. like I just had to go, oh, huh, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That stage that's was a hedge, actually. It was a, it was a hedge, yes. it was a buffer, it was, it was a boundary was. line that fell in a pleasant place for you in that moment. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, where it was like, I can't, okay, all right, we're, we're tied with Nichols State. Um, mm-hmm. that, okay, that's a real thing. But I'm going to tell you that I, I don't know what's happened, because, you know, Baylor, I don't mean to throw my brother under the bus, but Baylor lost to UTSA last night. Oh, I didn't know that. I, yes, they did, after losing to Liberty. Um, and so, but I laughed because my favorite tweet was, people can't accuse you of putting cupcake games on your schedule if you lose to those opponents. <laughs> It's like who's Bless thinking it. smarter now? I mean, so I'm like, apparently, the state of Texas and football is it. We're 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 not in a good place right now. I don't
0: really know what's happened. It's a it's that's a strange thing. I feel like like that's a lot of a lot and, of disappointment in a short period of time.
1: It is. It's a, it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. But I do feel like I'm like you know what? Here's the good news is I feel like. Here's where Aggie football is going to be different for me. Normally, I get to ride this high until November, and then mm-hmm. I get, and then I have to deal with my disappointment. Now it's like I'm just I'm out. Like emotionally, okay. I'm just I'm out. I told the parents on my soccer team last week because I showed up to the game, and they were all a little afraid of me on Sunday morning. They were like, "Are right. you?" Or Monday morning, they were like, "Are you okay? How are you?" And I said, "No." Here's the deal. I'm going to be my best self now this soccer season because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be worried about what's going on. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be watching the Alabama game while I'm trying to watch soccer. I'm not going to be frustrated or upset about that because I've just resigned myself to this is how this is going to play out. Okay. So, so I can mm-hmm. just I can Yeah, I'm just I'm kind of I'm done. I'm like this is this is how this season's going to go.
0: This is what we've got. You there's some emotional distance now.
1: Yeah, I've created some emotional distance,
0: I think. I've, I've,
1: I've, I'm protecting my heart, and so I'm just it is what it is. So I'm yeah. just going to look forward to our soccer team is doing great. Our baseball team is supposed to be great. Um, A&M is still a great school. Um, I think Alabama is going to decimate us. Um, but, you know, but in the end, it's like somebody texted me last week, and they said, here's the deal, nobody's going to beat Alabama anyway. And I thought, well, that's probably a good point. They're so good. They're so good. They're, And I think they're better. They look better this year than they looked. I'm like, I don't know how you perpetually get better. But I think it's this, and I'm going to get off because I know not everybody wants to hear about football. But Gully and I did have this discussion, and I think it's so true. Like, you look at Nick Saban and the kind of teams he produces year after year, and you think, here's the thing. He's kind of a jerk. I mean, like, I don't think not in real life, but like, he's hard. He's tough. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not pulling any punches. I mean, he's like, whatever. But I'm like, but here's the thing his players don't care because he's proven what he can do over the years. You right. know what I mean? The so, like, they'll works. go play for him. Mm-hmm. The process works. I feel like for these younger coaches, it's harder because I get where you're trying to. They haven't been able to prove they haven't been able to prove themselves yet, so you're also trying to be, like, good cop. You're trying to be good cop, even though you know maybe being bad cop works better. Mm -hmm. And I think that becomes a hard line because you're like, well, they're going to go play for so-and-so because they're going to have cooler uniforms and play better music at practice and all that stuff. When the truth is, everybody ought to be coaching the way Nick Saban, which is you earn every single bit of everything that you get, and, you know, that's it, and I'm going to kill you. But if you follow the process, you'll end up, being
0: a first round pick in the NFL, right? And maybe you win a, a national championship. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. um, I when I was driving home from Nashville yesterday, I heard the post game interview with Saban on the radio, and I mean they they beat Fresno State a lot to a little, and they were saying, yeah. you know, well, how do you feel about the way your offense? responded and he was like well hey i'll tell you this you got third and two down on the goal line and i tell you if it's fourth and one we're gonna go for it and you can't even get the one i mean like he's he's mad you know what i mean yeah like he's he's calling back um like they scored seven more points and he's 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 calling it back so anyway it's yeah that's it And I think that's why he is, that's why he's done what he's done.
1: You know what I mean? I think for the same reason that he's going to tell reporters at a press conference, why do you need me to answer that question? You're going to write what you want to write anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm like, I like you, Nick Saban. You're like my spirit animal, but I don't know that you can really walk through life like that if you're not Nick Saban. Right. Right.
0: Are you outside? uh,
1: So anyway, I am. Is that
0: okay? Mm (laughs) I think it's fine. I just keep hearing wind. (laughs) so I felt like there was either a lot of activity surrounding you inside or you must have walked outside I I didn't know it's a beautiful day it is it's pretty
1: and I was sitting in my dark bedroom and I thought well I'm just gonna walk outside so but then I didn't know if I've messed up my sound so I'm sorry I can go back and
0: no, stay okay. outside. It's fine. What nobody expects okay. professionalism okay. from us. Are you kidding?
1: Well that's true. I know. That's cause that's why I'm that. don't and, know why I keep listening.
0: Get in your car and run yeah. some errands mm-hmm. if you need to. It's fine. Drive around. I know. How are you feeling about football? I mean y'all had a good showing. Y'all Um y'all You
1: know what? I feel good? like
0: a, I feel like a typical Mississippi State fan, I feel like, at this stage in in a in a season that has gone like this, which is we've won both our games, which we should have won. Um, yeah. I feel like our defense is a lot better. I feel like I'll know a mm-hmm. lot more after the LSU game next week. Like, yes, I was that next week. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, mm, yeah, I feel like I'll know a lot more after that. Now, I like the attitude of the team. I like the I like their chemistry. I like what you see, how you see them interacting on the sidelines. All those things I like, I have liked those things before, and we have won a half a game. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I think you know we'll just we'll just see. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I would say yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic. I think that I think you know it, it, there's just a lot of tough games ahead, and we have we have um, LSU, Georgia, and Auburn coming up, and I think that each one of those yeah. is, is formidable in its own. Way so we'll see we'll see at yeah. Bulldogs okay. how that goes you know okay. I don't know okay all right okay I but it was fun last night I like I like good. scoring points you know we scored a lot of points last night yeah. against Louisiana Tech we um yeah. we had some great little special teams moments we had some great defensive moments but we're gonna mm-hmm. know more after we mm-hmm. play LSU next weekend yeah
1: yeah that's yeah I I get it I hear you um you know I feel like maybe we'll know more after we play whoever we play next weekend, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I think, yeah, so that's, I'm I'm trying to not say a lot about football because I feel like it doesn't really bring up my best self right now. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to be a kinder person, but I'm going to say the first half of that UCLA game, I was real <laughs> impressed with our
0: offense. Yes, yes. I
1: was, I was real impressed with our offense. So, um, but then apparently we decided that, <laughs> hey, running the ball is, working like a charm so let's quit running the ball for the entire second half Mm -hmm. we're going to throw we're going to try to throw with this freshman quarterback who just came in because our other quarterback just broke his ankle and is out for the season so um yeah so there you have it but i did appreciate i think i told you that the next day so many people said but look on the bright side princess kate is expecting their third baby doesn't that make it better and i was Mm -hmm. like no it 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 really Mm -hmm. doesn't i'm Mm-mm. It might have made it better if she had actually had the baby that day, and they'd published yeah. a bunch of pictures of it. But just yeah. just knowing she's pregnant, I'm like, y'all have overestimated how much I, I do like Princess Kate a lot, and I am excited for them that they're having a baby. But that did not make me feel better about the UCLA yeah. game.
0: Yeah, I would say really in the in in light of football heartache, nothing really can make that better. Maybe would make that I I don't know what makes that better because it's such a unique heartache, the football heartache, yeah. the crushing disappointment. Yeah. Really, like you yep. need you, you're gonna, you're gonna need more than than knowing that Princess Kate is is riddled with morning sickness. Is pregnant.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I'll tell you what almost turned if anything really almost turned my week around. It was the Meghan Markle Vanity Fair article. Just in love with that whole thing. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's no part of that that I am not all in for. I mean, I mm-hmm. love all of it. I loved it it's she's an american i love that she's an actress i love that she's been in vanity fair and you have to think that came with the palace's seal of approval
0: because i don't think you could just go rogue as prince harry's girlfriend and do that and did you notice on those pictures of her in the vanity fair article that she looked like she was not really wearing a lot of makeup Like Uh the -hmm. most beautiful Mm -hmm. pictures and she looked very natural and um yeah I, yeah, I can totally see where that would that might turn it around a little bit, like uh-huh, uh-huh. that little I fairy tale. I was real tale. happy about that.
1: Yeah, because it's like the real life. It's like the, it's like the girls, they wrote the royal we, and it's like now we're watching that whole thing actually happen. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, true story.
1: So it makes me real happy. It makes me real happy, and I think she is going to be... I can't wait to see, like, I just, I hope it all works out, because I want to see what kind of wedding dress she wants. She wears, I want to see what kind of clothes she wears, I think she's got great style, I think she's absolutely gorgeous, and so, I'm just real happy.
0: Okay, I'm with you on that, I loved that, I thought, okay. I just, I think she's, um, she's so smart, and so understated, mm-hmm. and I don't know, she's just, that. there's mm-hmm. something about her I like mm-hmm. a lot. Because, you know, we're close yeah, personal I friends. Agree. I don't know if you know that. Well, for really. sure.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and here's the thing. PR people, publicists never spin that just to make somebody look great. Right, so I'm sure yeah. she legitimately is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure she legitimately is great. Um, because I love any, any article that starts with, and she patted around barefoot as she poured a glass of sparkling <laughs> lemon water. You know, it's always very...
0: Yeah, uh-huh, her, her bare face you know, and her tattered jeans and her uh-huh, yes. slouchy sweater. Uh-huh,
1: princesses, yes, princesses, they're just like us, you that's know, right. like they're mm-hmm. just like us. Um, they would say, oh, it makes me think, she came to the door with her top knot and her no makeup, had just put on a bra and was screaming at her dogs to get back and not run out of the house.
0: That's how that's an right. article with me would start. Yeah, that's no that joke, me going, Hazel, Hazel! yeah. Like, <laughs> yes i uh-huh. in here.
1: Hey, Uh-huh. Yeah, she had to drag her dog out to the back by its collar before pouring
0: me half of a flat diet coke she had left over in her refrigerator. That's right. And she offered me some stale tortilla chips. <laughs> yes. Yes. She settled comfortably
1: into her leather couch that was riddled with dog hair and Cheeto crumbs from her child
0: that's right mm-hmm. and i sat i sat I... on a melted thin mint uh-huh there you go yes, <laughs> yes. yes.
1: that's it that's exactly it it's same thing it's, same it's just thing. glamorous uh-huh. by the way oh, just God. then when
0: i was screaming hazel she thought i was actually calling her and now she's sitting beside me like uh, yes what can i do yeah for you?
1: Where, what are we doing where are we going what's happening
0: Hey y'all this is Sophie all by myself in the middle of the podcast. We'll get back to our conversation in just a minute but I wanted to jump in and talk just a little bit about Casper mattresses. As I have mentioned before Melanie and I both love to sleep. We enjoy it. We're good at it and there have been times when we've even considered it a hobby. Casper mattresses are so good for sleeping. They're obsessively engineered. They have just the right sink and just the right bounce, and they're also affordable because Casper sells directly to consumers. They offer free shipping and returns to the US and Canada. Plus, since Casper understands the importance of sleeping on a mattress before you fully commit to it, you can sleep on it for 100 nights over three months and return it for free if you're not happy with your purchase. If you look at Casper, Amazon, and Google reviews, you'll see that Casper mattresses have over 20,000 reviews online, an average of 4.8 stars. People enjoy this mattress. It's designed, developed, and assembled in the U.S., and if you'd like to try it, visit casper.com slash bigboo. That's casper.com B-I-G-B-O-O, and use the promo code BIGBOO for $50 off your mattress purchase. And if you enjoy sleeping like Melanie and I do, and especially if you're a sleeping hobbyist, you'll want to give a Casper mattress a try. Now back to the podcast. The last time we podcasted, right beforehand, I asked for questions and and we didn't get a chance to answer those questions. But this time, we have some of those questions we can answer. Are you game for questions?
1: I'm game. Yes, I'm ready.
0: Okay, so we'll do some questions and then we can talk about in a little bit, a, a couple of new discoveries. Um, I don't know if you have any that you want to okay. share, but this um, question was from Melanie and she asked several questions, but her last one I thought was really um, interesting. She said, how do you handle arguments slash disagreements with your spouse?
1: Mm. Am I answering that first? What? <laughs> Do you want me to go first? go. I'll go.
0: I just didn't know. Huh? Gonna, you answer it first. You answer it first. Um, I think,
1: you know, it's funny because I think, I mean, we've been married 20 years. We've been together for like 24 years at this point. So you just kind of have a shorthand. Um, I feel like Perry and I both tend to, like when we disagree about something, we tend to get both go, like now we both go quiet for a couple of days. Uh-huh. Um. Perry is always quiet. I used to be more of a yeller and an overreactor, but I have learned that sometimes if I just sit and ponder things in my heart for a couple of days, that Mm -hmm. I come to a better conclusion about stuff than if I just spout off the first thing that comes to mind. So I will say that age has taught me that sometimes I sit on something for a few days because I'm processing how I really feel about it. Because I think things can hit you wrong in one moment that I'm like, on a normal day, I've come to recognize where I'm like, on a normal day, that would not have made me mad. Um, right. but today it has made me mad. So I think that's it. So I think we tend to go with like quiet. We do the silent treatment until finally one of us breaks. And then we're like, are we going to talk about this? And then we talk about it, but neither one of us, especially as we've gotten older, we are, Perry has never been a yellow or a screamer like he, and it's almost like his calm is maddening where he's like, yeah. well, I just think your decision to keep driving when you only had 30 miles left in your tank was the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a real reasonable, logical thing um which used to make me matter, but now I just decide that's now I kind of diffuse that because I tell him I have other gifts so I have other I bring other things to this table
0: so So what you're saying is charm charm is how you handle disagreements with your spouse yes Yes. I think we just
1: kind of I don't know I mean that it just depends on and then I mean and then at some point we've had like when we've had our major things and I feel like you know I feel like we kind of know right now, like, there are just, there are certain things that I've learned to let go of. And I think Perry, too, where I'm like, these are just battles that after 20 years, I'm not going to fight. This thing is mm-hmm. not going to change. So this is just is what it is. It's our reality. He needs to learn to live with it. I need to learn to live with it. I think our big fight, I think at some point after a couple of days of silence and polite, like dinner's ready. Okay, are you going to eat now? Later? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that we'll finally be like, okay, we need to sit and hash it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think and then we'll sit um, and hash it out.
0: One thing that's being married for that has helped me about being married for a long, a longer time now is I do think we retreat more, you know, like we'll, we'll just leave the room, Mm -hmm. like just one, just one Mm -hmm. of us will just leave the room. But I do think I like. I think I understand all the things at this point that kind of push David's buttons. Usually if I sit mm-hmm. and I, I think about it for long enough, even if I disagree with him, I can at least see how it pushed his buttons. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, can, yeah. Now I may think that's a dumb reason for your buttons to get pushed, but yeah. I can see why it did. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. and I will say this, I don't have a lot of patience now for trying to hash something out and I labor under no delusions that I can change anybody So I think I'm a lot quicker to just go. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings. I didn't mean for it to come across that way. The end. Like, just move on. I don't have time to sit and dwell on this for a couple of days. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it has to be a pretty big disagreement for it to turn into a blow up these days. I just don't feel like I. (laughs) Maybe neither one of us have the energy. I'm like, okay. I mean, and I think too, there's a security with being married this long, and and just, I know Perry so well now that I'm like, I mean, he's not going to leave, you know, like, I mean what are we going to do? I mean, we're going to be leave. And not to make I mean, light
0: of the fact that people do leave and, no, and all that. Exactly. Just, I mean, absolutely. There's heartbreak and heartache and all that kind of stuff, but we just sort of yeah. know in the context we're operating in.
1: Yeah. Like it's not over. I mean, I get, there are reasons that people leave, but I'm like in this moment of like, just because he forgot to like. I don't know, turn on the lights and lock the door before he left or whatever. Like, he's not going to leave me. We're not, nobody's leaving because of that. You know, there's right. like stupid stuff where you're like, we're annoyed with each other. And like, I've, if I have to throw away one more Band-Aid wrapper, I mean, I might leave, but I'm really not going to. I'm just right. going to feel like I maybe I want to. So that's bad.
0: Yeah. And I think there's, it's, it's helpful to to distinguish between the little stuff and the big stuff. Sometimes little stuff becomes big stuff though, if you don't talk it out or deal with it or whatever. But I feel like, um, yeah, I don't I don't panic like I used to when we disagree. Like it uh-uh. used to just unnerve me when we would disagree yeah. or we would have an argument. I just I was so uncomfortable with it. And I think I sit in it a little bit a little bit better now. I don't know that we gave any helpful mm-hmm. advice there, but that's just sort of how we that's just sort of how we roll.
1: No, but I think sometimes, I do think if I had any piece of advice, it was actually advice. I think it's good, like, don't sit and stew on it. So, like, six weeks from now, you're like, remember when you blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But I do think sometimes it's good to sit on the immediacy of it because I think I used to just go with knee jerk. Like, I'm so annoyed. And I would say things that later I was like, oh, I wouldn't have said that if I had stopped and thought about it for a little bit longer.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and it's kind so. of like parenting in a way. Sometimes I'll, re- like I'll have an epiphany that right, right now in this moment. I'm losing my mind as a mama because I am parenting Mm -hmm. out of fear. Sometimes I think in marriage, we, we argue out of fear. And if we, Mm -hmm. if we will sit in that thing for a minute, and if we will not necessarily give our knee jerk initial reaction, we can kind of move Mm -hmm. through like, cause that's, that's me a lot. Is it's, it'll come down to, Oh, I'm, I'm not fearful of, of, anything about this specific situation but i've got some kind of like long-standing internal fears this sort of pulls to the surface yeah so exactly yeah yeah you kind of have to move through that Hmm. yeah yeah
1: so there you have it
0: all right here's another question um this is from i'm not going to say it right but it's Co. like it's i'm not saying it right or either it's kjaco i don't know but it says any fall clothing trend any fall clothing trends you're excited about no, no. That's my answer. No,
1: they're mm-hmm. not. I haven't seen anything. I just, I told Gully this yesterday. I, I haven't seen anything that I feel like I'm excited about. And part of it is I feel like I don't know that anything has really changed. I'm right. I'm so tired of booties. Take your booties and get on out of here. I'm tired of booties. I, I hate them. I hate them. I, I keep getting tricked into thinking that I need a pair. I don't like the way they look on me. I i don't like them I, I think they look dumb so i'm ready for okay. that to go but they're back again i keep hoping that this is going to be the fall they're out but they're not um so all that being said i don't feel like there's because i feel like the trends it's like i feel like they're trying to say a new trend wine colors camo i'm like all that's been a trend that's all been in
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, feel I,
1: like like, <laughs> I still like babies
0: okay. i still like them well i, I do okay. i think I think they're cute and comfortable I like them now the okay. mule I'm okay. having a harder time with I don't want to clog. I, I, I don't nope. I, I don't necessarily want to clog yet but yeah. but I, I but I can see that maybe I will I, I have a weak spot for clogs I just have not bought in this this go mm-hmm. round so but mm-hmm. no, I think everything's the same yeah
1: Yeah, I don't feel like there's anything that's that different. I mean, I'm excited in terms of I always like fall just because I like being able to wear sweaters and I like being Mm -hmm. able to wear boots and I like being able to wear jeans and all that. But in terms of, like, I have not really seen anything in the stores. And I feel like even when I do Fashion Friday, I'm like, this could be Fashion Friday from, like, three years ago. I don't feel like there's anything revolutionary and I feel like there's a lot of the stuff like with the ruffles all down the sleeves and stuff and I think that looks like really cute on some people I'm not one of those people I feel like I'm dressed up for like a pirate party if I put on like a shirt with ruffles down the sleeves I won't tell you I mean what
0: what I I need to go away here's my here's my personal booties I need for the cold shoulder, I need for the cold shoulder to hike it. I need for the cold shoulder mm -mm. to go so far away that that trend does not come back around in my lifetime. That's how far away I need to go. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. Amen
1: to that. I hate a cold shoulder. I think it's dumb. I don't like it. I I don't have anything with it, nor will I, nor will I ever have anything that's a cold shoulder. I don't like it.
0: Well, I was in Francesca's yesterday with my sister, and they had some t-shirts now where they've like cut out, like cut out a semicircle underneath the neckline. Like, I guess we're going to get, a we're going to get a cold clavicle now or something. No, I, I, no. I don't, I don't need, I, I don't need cutouts. I don't, but I especially don't need the cold shoulder. I don't, I, mm-hmm. I mm, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's had a good run. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I just
1: – I have not seen anything. I ordered a shirt from Anthropology that's going back because it came in, and it was – it it's too short in the front, and uh-huh. it's a weird color, and I was like, no, it's going – so I haven't seen anything. I mean, I really don't think I've bought – nor do I feel like I'm necessarily going to buy anything for fall because I have every – I mean, like, there's nothing I need that I don't already have. So, so basically,
0: um, we are full of joy about this fall's fashion trend. Yes,
1: yes. I just – well, I mean, part of it is it's still too hot, and I mean, maybe there'll be something, but I just – I just feel like there's nothing, um, there's not like a standout, like, oh man, I've got to have that kind of thing right now.
0: Okay. So here's another question. Yeah. This is kind of a deep question. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. This question says, how do you restore community when you alienated your community? How do you convince folks that just because you went off the rails that you're normal again? Christians are so hard Uh on other Christians who have had a season of wandering
1: Mm, that is, that's a deep question. Deep. I like, I like the the booty question better. Um,
0: <laughs> Here's what I think. I think there's I okay. think there's not, I think there's not much you can do except to be faithful doing the things that are healthiest for mm-hmm. you and whatever mm-hmm. those things are that mm-hmm. are healthiest for you. If it, whether it's you mm-hmm. going back to the local church or you're in bible study or you're meeting every week with a couple of other women or what you just continue to faithfully Mm -hmm. do those things and i think that Mm -hmm. you could try to use all the words in the world to try to convince people that like no yeah look look, like the lord's putting me back together or you can just let your life do the talking yeah i I tend to err on the side of let your life do the talking
1: yeah I agree. I mean, I think people want to see, I think that's it. Is that I think that we all get to a point where we're like, we've heard all the nice words in the world and people want to see if your actions back that up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I think you can apologize and I think, and I think you should, I think that if there's people that you've hurt, I think that it's good to go back and be like, I'm sorry. I did not mean to hurt you. I was in a bad season. I was having a hard time, you know, whatever. But I think people are going to be cautious. I mean, I just, I think that we've all been hurt, and when we're hurt, I think our our knee-jerk is to retreat. Now, I think if there's somebody who continues to judge you and condemn you, like, long after you've proven, then I think at that point, I think you've got to shake the dust from your feet and move on. I think you've got to Walk away. You've got to walk away. I think you've got to find a new community. I think you've got to find a new group. I think you need to find people who will embrace you and love you, because I think those people are out there. But I think sometimes... I I think there are times that God puts us in situations where we very much—it becomes a place where we have either outgrown or it becomes evident it's time to move on, and that's Him Mm -hmm. moving us to a new thing. So I think we have to recognize the difference, too, between when we are called to rebuild something that maybe we have broken and when we are called to move on from that thing. Because I think true—I think people who truly— Love Jesus and are wanting to reflect that. I think yes, we can you know wait and see and all that stuff. But I think there comes a time where we all realize like we've all been forgiven for things we've done, and we've got to forgive others for the things they've done.
0: Right, and I think we also have to forgive forgive ourselves for the things we've done. And, and you know what, exactly because you can or you, you can you can find yourself asking for for forgiveness like ninety seven times, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. At some point, you got to say I got it wrong. I, I don't. Yeah. W- I don't want to. I w- don't want to do that again. I'm. I'm yeah. working to to do better and yeah. hoping the Lord will sustain me yeah. in and through that and get up. Yeah, But I think there. I mean, and I think that's very real. And I think that's
1: why God is so um, wants us to not fall into bad patterns and bad paths. Because I mean, I think that the consequence of that sometimes is it's going to take people a while to trust you again. You know, it's going to take people a while to to believe you because I think they've been hurt, you know, if they've been hurt mm-hmm. or you've done something to hurt somebody or whatever, I mean, you hate it and you know, you may immediately feel better, but it takes time. Yeah, it does. So it
0: takes time. I think that's a hard one. I think that's hard. Stay in it. Hang in there. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So let me see if there are any other questions by the way, do you remember any that I sent you? I, I don't have my phone <sighs> to look. Well, you know, I'm outside, so I don't have my computer. (laughs) (laughs) I won't scroll back through here. Oh, um, this was another question uh, that somebody asked was, um, this is us, worth worth watching or not? Oh, for sure worth watching. Uh Uh-huh.
1: No question. Uh It's the only show that's on network television that I'm even excited about or plan to watch this fall.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It's absolutely worth it, 100%.
1: Yeah, it's worth it. And it'll make you cry. I mean, it's a tearjerker, but it also to me is also it has is for as many moments everybody talks about it, it made me cry, it made me cry. But I also think it has a lot of moments that make you laugh and that make you smile and that feel very
0: relatable. I would agree. Yeah. It feels like real life somehow, even though they're not real people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, this is I another agree. question that I got. Somebody asked me, um, I think on Instagram this past week, which is with the rosehip oil or the shankle oil, as um, yeah. it tickles me that people call it on Twitter, um, Yeah, if if you do any kind of sunscreen or makeup on top of that in the mornings, and my answer to that question is yes. Um, I do get yes. the rosehip oil on and I give it a, a, a few minutes while I'm drying my hair or whatever to kind of settle mm-hmm. in and then I use that it um, cc cream mm-hmm. that has like a 50 spf I think in there yeah and um yeah. so I make sure I have some sunscreen on top of it for sure and it doesn't get yes. like weird or cakey or anything with the rosehip oil
1: No, and I actually even do – I do the rosehip oil and do the same. I do the rosehip oil and then, like, let it kind of soak in while I'm doing my hair or whatever I'm doing, and then I put full-on – I put my suitable sunscreen on top of that, Mm -hmm. and then if I – and then a lot of days – because if I'm not putting on makeup I'll just leave it at that. So I just put on the mm-hmm. rosehip oil and my sunscreen. But then even if I am putting on makeup, then I'll do sunscreen and then I'll do my IT CC cream that also has sunscreen. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um that so. IT CC cream uh, at Sephora, they have a trial size of it and I'll put a link up to it where you can try it for like $15 and I will say that little trial size mm-hmm. thing lasts forever. It's um yeah. it's it's more it, I mean it will get you through a couple of months. And so uh-huh. I just have been buying those because I feel like if I get the big thing out of it, it'll, it'll go bad or dry out or something before I can use it all. So, um, okay. Yeah. It's a handy little thing. I
1: bought the big thing. I bought the big thing, but when was that? Probably last January that I bought the big thing. And I'm mm-hmm. still using it. I mean, I think it was $35, but I'm still using it and it's not even close to being finished. Um, now, I don't wear makeup every day, but, um, but I have more than gotten my money's worth because, I mean, at this point, it'll last me. T- I mean, I'll be buying one a year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No joke. It's good. You it's know. Good stuff. I like it a lot. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, I like it too. It's good coverage. Okay. Anything, anything new, any sort of new discovery, anything that you haven't shared with us that you're liking a lot right now that you can think of? Whether that's um, I don't know. a shirt or a cream or a salve or a hair product. Or... I, I know. What am I? I swear
1: I'm so, I think my fall has been so busy and we've been so uh, just running around. And then I think with the hurricane, I've been trying to help, her, you know, do stuff like that. Like, it really dawned on me, like, when I, like, showered and blue dry my hair and styled it to do happy hour last night, I was like, this is the first time i fixed my hair since school started. Like, like, legit fixed it like not just put it in a ponytail or a top knot or something um and then I'm not wearing much makeup I think that's part of my fall fashion thing if I'm like all I need are workout clothes that's all I ever wear um
0: okay speaking of that uh, speaking of workout clothes yeah so I was at TJ Maxx with my sister and um yesterday and I was looking for some new pant like workout pant things to walk in or Uh whatever And they had, uh-huh. um, I'd never tried that Lucy brand before. You want to try that? Yes. yes and yeah. they, had uh-huh. the, they had some Lucy. They're called the Perfect Core Capri Leggings. And uh-huh. um, they are the best things I have ever, like, oh my goodness. Now they're expensive on the website, but oh. like I, said, I found them at TJ Maxx. They are a delight, is what they are.
1: Okay. Okay. I'll have to try those. I've never tried, we have a Lucy store right here um but I've never bought Lucy I'm a big fan I like Zella stuff I do from too Nordstrom. I like Zella I a lot like, mm-hmm. and I can find those at Nordstrom Rack you know like yes. you can usually find those discounted or I wait till they go on sale um and then um Gap has a new they have a new kind that I'm kind of interested to try they're like sculpt compression that look like they're made out of really good stuff but I have not tried a pair on okay um so the I don't know about those um yeah, I don't really think, but I think product-wise, I don't think I'm using anything new. I don't think I've added anything new. Um, yeah, I'm real boring. I just
0: I haven't I haven't been in a. You're content. I
1: am. I, it's like i found my rosehip oil, and I'm real happy mm-hmm. with that. Like I'm, I'm done. And I'm gonna tell you that I saw on Twitter the other night in style. Because remember, I originally found it through Southern Living tweeting about it. Then yes. I noticed last night in style was like, what beauty product has five star reviews on Amazon? And I'm like, the Teddy Organics rosehip oil. Their marketing team is on fire. Yeah. And I was also like, dear in style, don't try to steal my thunder because <laughs> I, I found that through Southern Living, and I feel like. Now, I don't want to say you're copying me in style, but it felt a little <laughs> suspicious that all of a sudden. Um, no, I really, I have to say the rosehip oil, it's funny to me because I really was thinking the other day, I was like, I don't know when I've consistently used a product this faithfully and this long, which I mean, what are we talking about, three, four months? But like, well, it's an eternity. Well, like it's an mm-hmm, eternity. Yeah, it's
0: an eternity.
1: It is, with, without my head being turned by something else. I feel like mm-hmm. rosehip oil and I are in a long term committed relationship.
0: Yeah, I do too. Like I really, really, I love it, and I know people get tired of us talking about it, but I'm I'm so carried away with it, so carried away with it. Yeah. Um, I I don't have any kind of of beauty thing that I can recall. I mean, I feel like I would say I was in a rut, but I I, I tend to just think I'm content. I like everything I'm using. It's all fine, good, whatever. Um, yeah. But now, I, I am I am walking to my makeup bag because I did get a new mascara
1: that I really like that I'm just remembering. Oh, hold on! This is not I know, Christmas I for know me. The, the the anticipation. No, it's okay. So I bought it. Hold on, where is it? Okay, so I bought it because it was at the grocery. It's grocery store first of mm-hmm. all, so that's the first plus for it. Um, it is. It's a L'Oreal, which I feel like you can always. It is voluminous lash paradise. Lash
0: paradise.
1: Yes, I mean, if that doesn't feel like that holds a lot of wishes and dreams. I don't know what
0: does. Do you but feel like there's somebody, in. do you feel like there's somebody in the, in the cosmetics labs of our big cosmetics manufacturers or whatever you call it, who just takes different formulas and slaps new names on it? Like it's a lash oasis. Oh, for sure. It's a lash yeah, paradise. For sure. Mm-hmm. It's a lash okay. paradise. It's lash nirvana. I mean, mm-hmm. it's lash,
1: you know, it's, it's lash chance for long <laughs> lashes. You know, it's,
0: the whole, did you just say "Last <laughs> Chance" for a long time? <laughs> I'm buying that one. I'll tell you that.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. Last Chance. What are you wearing? I'm wearing Last Chance. Last Chance. Um, last Chance. That's um, good. But it <laughs> it um it comes in. It looks like the bottle looks like you know Too Faced has the Better Than Sex mascara
0: yes and not what it's
1: called tell me i didn't just make that name up it no um, you didn't make that name up the 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 color is that same like rose colored in the tube but it's only like ten dollars but the brush it's it's funny because it really is a copycat where it makes me wonder if it's not the same manufacturer because the the packaging looks very similar and the brush is almost identical but i feel like it goes on a lot less clumpy and a lot smoother than the better than sex and it's cheaper.
0: is it more voluminous or is it more lengthening or is it both? I think it's both. I
1: okay. think it's both. Now, I have been dedicated. I've been way back on my Revita Lash train. Okay. Like, I'm putting that on every night. So, that's helping my eyelashes grow longer anyway. But I feel like it's a good fullness and I feel like it, it's, it, it just gives a good, a good even coating of mascara.
0: Okay. I'm going to try. And I get
1: the waterproof. Yeah, I always get the waterproof because I, I don't have time for non-waterproof mascara. Okay. All right.
0: I'm so, going um, um, to so, try it.
1: Yeah. So that I, I had bought that about a month ago, but I do like it. I think it's a good, um, and like last night, because I was getting dressed and I put on two coats, and I was like, for me to be able to put on two coats and to feel like my eyelashes look good, but they don't look goopy and there's not too much, you know, okay. and I'm not having to mess with them. I'm like, that feels like a victory.
0: Lash Paradise
1: Mm mm-hmm lash paradise not to be confused with last chance
0: that's right (laughs) so last chance is um, gone
1: somebody's gone we need to patent that we need to trademark pending on that deal
0: okay um Um, i don't have any more now i will say i have got i have developed quite an addiction i think it's fair to say um to the purely elizabeth granola have you tried this
1: no no I don't know this no where do you found, get it fresh market
0: I found, I found it at fresh market but it's in Publix too and it's it's this like they have all different flavors but the one there's a banana walnut that's grain free I mean it is so mm. like it's I, I, it's so good and it's made with coconut sugar which is not as bad for you apparently as just like regular mm. old sugar it mm-hmm, is so delicious. Mm-hmm. I am there's a that banana walnut one I love, and there's a coconut cashew one that I love. It's the best granola I've ever had, and I like granola a oh, lot. But it's okay, delicious. that's what, I'm gonna have to look
1: for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to look for that. We've been buying Early Bird granola. Have you ever bought Early Bird?
0: I think we've talked about this before. I think we've talked about Early Bird. Okay, before. have we? I've never okay, bought okay. Well, though. we've been
1: buying Early Bird. It's pretty good. Um, but now I'm going to have to try the other. Our bird bakery here, which is like our little local bakery that Army Hammer and Elizabeth Chambers own. Mm -hmm. Um, it, they have their granola is pretty much hard to beat. I could like, I could eat an entire thing of it like so quick. And the only reason I don't get it more is because they kind of have hipster service when you go in there to get it. So it's like, I have to decide, do I want to wait 30 minutes for a jar of granola? And some days I just can't, I just can't do it no matter how much I want it, but it's so delicious.
0: I know, I have to remind myself that maybe if you eat a whole bag of granola you have negated any health benefits that it has. Like you've negated any yeah. of just like the the, the the bad snack alternative that you would have from just a handful of it if you're just grazing on yeah, it all, all the you, time.
1: But you're having coconut sugar. I mean, how can that go wrong? I mean that's it's, it's coconut wrong. sugar. It's coconut sugar. It's like it's coconut sugar. God made it. It's very pure. It's mm-hmm. very pure. Mm-hmm. So But I love oh it a gosh. lot. Well, Okay, all right. I'm going to have to look for it. I'm going to have to see if I can find it on the shelves at my HEB.
0: So, anything else going on? Anything else to to mention? Taylor (sighs) Swift has had a new song or two since the last time we talked. She Um, does. She's
1: got two new songs. mm -hmm. She has two new songs. Um, Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, I...
1: Here's the thing, Caroline really likes "Look What You Made Me Do," and Mm -hmm. I get that because I would have loved "Look What You Made Me Do" at 14. Mm -hmm. Like I would have thought that was a great song, but it's also like I wasn't probably my best self at 14 either. So that's not necessarily a recommendation. I just I think it's here's the thing on a lot of levels. I'm like number one, Taylor. We need to shake it off. You're the one that taught us that. Like, That's right. Right? That's right. So, so why are mm-hmm. we holding on to this? Why are we yeah. going to be so angry at Kanye and Katie? And we're going mm-hmm. and here's the thing. Look what you made me do. Nobody can make you do anything. So if we're really going to embrace the feminist thing and we're going to be squad, then why aren't we going to go with, you know what? Nobody can make me do anything. I'm not own right. person.
0: That's right.
1: You didn't make me do anything. I why you are you mm-hmm. giving somebody power to look what you made me do? Because you chose that. Nobody made you do that.
0: I think I think we've just given Taylor her first mom lecture on a podcast. But, and I'm going to tell you another thing, Taylor Swift. Tell you something Listen else, me, young lady. That's right. I need you to go to your room and you think about what you did. You think, think about, about what you. But, yeah. I mean, I, and here's the
1: thing. It's catchy. The first time I heard it, I was like, I don't even like this song. And now I do find myself. I'm like, it's it's like all Taylor Swift songs. we like, now it's in my head. Um, but I just think, and to me, even like. The line, like, I'm gonna tell you what really gets to me is I, I don't like people talking in their songs in general, but when you're like, right. the old Taylor can't come to the phone, why? Because she's dead. I mean, that just offends me as like a human, you know. Like <laughs> it's just, I'm like, that's just bad.
0: It's just, yeah, <laughs> I think Jamie and Knox talked about that on the podcast this last time. About, yeah. don't I don't need anybody to talk in a song ever, like, no. don't know. No. Songs are no. for singing, and yes.
1: I, I mean, because here's the thing. I didn't like it when George Strait did it back in 1980. So I mm-hmm. really don't like Because remember, you look so good in love. And then it's like, it's such a good song. And I love it so much. But he's like, darling, I wasted a lot of years not mm-hmm. seeing the real you. And I'm like, George, I don't need that in that song. I Mm-mm. I adore you. I just need you to sing the song. I just need you to tell me I look so good in love. I don't need you to tell me, <laughs> darling, I wasted a lot of years. I don't like all that.
0: <laughs> Stop it with the asides, George. I don't need an aside. Yes, just, mm-hmm.
1: just sing. Just sing. Mm.
0: The the first time Alex and I heard it, we were on the way to school one morning, and I had not heard anything. And I was about maybe like forty five seconds into it. And as somebody who works with teenage girls all day, I just mm-hmm, said, "You're not mm-hmm. helping things, Taylor. You're not helping me here. Yeah. Really, you're not making my job any easier. Like we're yeah. trying, we're trying to yeah. do better, Taylor, than this. We're yeah, mm-hmm. trying to yeah. have a little bit and more grace, not, yeah." Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Yeah, we need to kind of, so I feel like that was it. But I mean, it's catchy. I mean, I get it. And she's a marketing genius. I mean, God, the way they, you know, to wipe the whole Instagram and the whole thing. I mean, nobody knows how to launch a song or a product better than, I mean, there's a reason. I mean, she knows how to do it. She's a master.
0: No doubt she is a master at it, but I I, so. I don't love the message. That's such a mom thing to say, but I don't, I don't. Yeah, I I agree. That's yeah, I totally agree. I think that's it is it's like do better. Let's do better. So I'm
1: hoping the rest of the album will be maybe better. But I guess we'll see. I guess we'll find out November 10th when it drops. Um, All right. Well, I hate to um, but we've got to go to soccer. So I've got to go get a thermos all ready to go. And we're driving to Austin for soccer this evening.
0: And then then you're gonna turn around. Is it a game or is it it's, it's a game right or a scrimmage?
1: It's a game. It's, no, okay. it's one game. So we're driving. We have a game at 6 in Austin, and then we'll turn around after that game is over and drive back home.
0: Okay. All right.
1: So, yeah, so that's it. So we're about to Go get team. in the car. That's, that's I know, I know. Go United. So that's what we're about to do.
0: Okay. All um, right. Well, we will talk okay. to y'all hopefully soon here on the 10th anniversary of the Big Boocast. Yes. <laughs> on our next. Yeah,
1: our goal, <laughs> we may reach 100 before our 20th year. That's, I think that's a good goal to shoot for.
0: Oh, I don't know. I I feel like I I don't I don't know. I think that's pretty ambitious. But, I know, but it's good I, to I have didn't a goal. Stress you out. <laughs> it is good to have a goal.
1: All right, y'all have a good All week. Right. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: a lot of years not seeing the real you. But tonight your beauty is shining through. And I never took the time to let you know. So before he takes you away, please let me say